another hold and hold. Something special, something special, because this is in fact a very special day for all of us here in the morning at yes. Valley Radio KGIL. Yes. Don't go overboard, Ed. Uh, <laughs> well, I was putting on my dramatic voice oh. here. <laughs> it's birthday time for yes. sweetness! Yes. Happy birthday, sweet dick! Happy birthday oh. to you. We now have two gods before us. <laughs> We'd like to honor one of them. Yes. <laughs> Get rid of the other one. It's my birthday. He had his birthday Christmas time. Do I see a show of hands? Who would like to begin the festivities well, this morning? First I, uh, look what Joe has brought in. Oh, McDonald. Look at there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gracious. It's a big cake is what it is. And it measures, I would say, maybe about two feet in length, about a foot uh, wide. And it has all sorts of uh, yellow flowers on it. And it says, oh, my gracious. Doing play-by-play -play on a cake. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's talent. Happy birthday, sweet dick. Oh, Joe. Yeah, Dick, you notice the blank space is here. We left that for you to fill in your age. Three numbers, I noticed. Yes. <laughs> Not enough room. You know, it's beautiful. You know, in biblical days, it was considered a miracle when an ass spoke. I Listen, know, I was there. <laughs> listening to Sweet Dick, you can't help but realize how times have changed. <laughs> uh, I expect that from your Italian mouth, beauty. Master, Mr. Sweet Dick, let me take the microphone for yes, a second, Mr. because Gale. I told you that the newsroom had something special for you. Yes, I know. Now, of course, we know that Sweet Dick Whittington is six feet four inches tall, yes. 225 massively muscular pounds. <laughs> yes. He has a head of hair that reminds most people of the Bavarian Black Forest after a particularly heavy downpour. Yes, yes, yes. This we know. We know, too, that he puts his pants on two legs at a time. Oh. But we who work with this man every day know him as just a regular guy. So uh, Steve Rosenblum has the newsroom birthday present for uh, Mr. Sweet Dick. Stephen? The newsroom, Eddie and I feel that a regular DJ is a happy DJ. Yes, will you give me the present? Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, it's thank you so much. Will you kindly open it? I please. will. It's wrapped in an old newspaper. Yes, and the tied examiner, with... The great abuse paper. <laughs> <laughs> tied with audio tape. Listen, if it's what it was last year, your combined urine samples, you can take it back. <laughs> no, of course not. Once again, a regular DJ is a is happy, a happy uh, DJ. A regular DJ is a... Oh! <laughs> Our KGIL newsroom. It's a big bottle of sun sweet prunes. <laughs> oh, thank you. For guys. you. We know that in your uh, doddering senility, you sometimes need some some lower tract help. Yes. Yeah, but Dick looks like a million every year of it. <laughs> After taxes. Whoa. Before I go out of this life, and it could be any minute, I hope just once I meet a funny Italian. Well, I haven't met one yet. <laughs> Tita. <laughs> uh, um, Have we been nice enough? Yes. 
Good. Yeah, let's give it now to him. <laughs> now what, it's what is it? The good down. Now it's time to get down to business. You are the man of the hour for today. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's time to give you a little roast. A little uh, roast. All of us have written some clever, funny lines. Oh, well, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was very tough to find lines to put you down, a man with so many qualities. <laughs> so easy to destroy. <laughs> but we've got some special guests. What was your line Friday night? I, uh, this, this just destroyed me. Barry was taking his brother, excuse me just a second. Barry was taking his brother out just uh, prior to uh, his brother's wedding day. And his brother was depressed. And uh, of course, he should be depressed getting married. <laughs> <laughs> a Jewish person marrying an ethnic minority. I mean, God, it's bad enough. But the thing is that he's there and Barry broke us all up. And uh, tell him the line, Barry. Yeah, of course, it, it was a hurt line on me, but the line on you're so vulnerable. Oh, 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 oh. I, I said, well, you're the easiest person in the world to put down because you have so many faults. So that's, <laughs> that was it. His brother laughed. Yes. I think he had to be there. Yes. But anyway. His brother's new wife laughed the following evening in the same line. It's all she had to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we start the roast? Yes, do yeah, it. See. Well, we've brought in a very famous gentleman who is an expert toastmaster, Georgie Jessel. George Jessel. Good morning, Sweet Dick. <laughs> We're here to honor Sweet Dick Winnington, of course, a legend in his own mind. Mm -hmm. First of all, let me say that I am truly underwhelmed to be here. For Dick Winnington, a national symbol, mainly because he resembles another national symbol, the American bald eagle. Great. <laughs> Sweet Dick Whittington, of course, was a pioneer on radio. He was the first to be turned off. <laughs> Before I go any further, I'd like to introduce a man who has often been called the greatest sportscaster of our time. Unfortunately, Brent Musburger couldn't be with us today, so instead we have the hairy bush of Northridge, Mr. Joe Butita. Well, thank you, George, very much. I'm uh, delighted to be here. Thank you for that round of applause. Uh, actually, Sweet Dick's show is like the horns of a steer, the way I look at it. A point here, a point there, and in between, a lot of bull. <laughs> I think part of the problem uh, with the show is that Dick just doesn't put enough fire into his comedy material. In fact, it would be far better if he puts his material into the fire. <laughs> but he does have waving Wait. hair. We have to admit his hair does wave. In fact, look at it now, it's waving Ready goodbye. Wink, wink, wink. Well, I tell you what, he's a man with deep feelings. He knows that love is blind, and he proves it by feeling his way around. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I enjoyed being here, and I'll sit down with Dean Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John. It's very child like Truman Capote. When he come in? Well, Dick Whittington, the best example of unskilled labor we have here at the station. Now let me introduce. There, of course, have been many great Italians. Christopher Columbus, Julius Caesar, and Joe DiMaggio. Joe Puglia is closer to Sacco and Vanzetti and the ruins of Pompeii. A man, the former English teacher of Charo and golf instructor of Gerald Ford, Mr. Joe Puglia. Uh, grazie, grazie. Uh, sweet Dick, I've worked with you all of these years, and uh, I just want to say that with Dick, 
I know this to be a fact. The best years of Dick's life were the 10 years between 39 and 40. Oh! <laughs> yes, right. The next thing that Dick is always, you know, romancing. He's a romantic figure. He's done Valentine Romero in the past. He does the great love scenes of all history. Dick is carrying on a great love affair unassisted <laughs> and finally i must say that this man who i have sat across from all of these years is very dark handsome wonderful person the only thing is he's dark and handsome when it's dark then he's really handsome <laughs> 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 <to play. laughs> thank you john <laughs> Dick Whittington. I hate George. <laughs> now he's older than I. Am. Dick Whittington, a man of polish, mostly around the top of his head. <laughs> of course, barbers don't charge Dick for cutting his hair; they charge him for searching for it. <laughs> now let me introduce a fellow Zionist hoodlum, <laughs> a man who never got a dinner, Mr. Steve Rosenblum. Well, well, thank you, Georgie. Look at who we're honoring here this morning. Look at who we're giving a breakfast to. Sweet Dick Whittington. Look at all the great people who never got a breakfast. Walter Mondale, who said, I only know what I read in the paper. He never got a breakfast. Dolly Parton's husband, who was asked why he married her, he said, because they're there. He never got a breakfast. Anita Bryant who said if God wanted men to be homosexual, he would have created a madam and Bruce, she never got a breakfast. Leon Spinks, who says, yes, officer, he never got a breakfast. Quasimodo, whose mother once said, posture, posture, he never got a breakfast. Look who we're honoring here tonight. Nathan Hale, whose lieutenant said, can you hang on a while? He never got a breakfast. <laughs> Patty Hearst, who once said, you can't go home again. She never got a breakfast. And look at the man we're honoring here today. Well, look at him. <laughs> Do we have to? I would look at him, but I've got my own problems. <laughs> and now a man, a former great athlete, who got many letters in college, mainly the letters Goodyear, Mr. John McDonald. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jessel. You know, Dick's with this little roast today. I have to go back to the first day I met you, and I have to apologize for that snide remark I made. You remember when I first walked in the building and you were standing next to Joe Butita and I asked Joe if you were his grandfather. <laughs> you know, I'm really impressed being working with you for the last year and a half with all the people that you know, you know, like John Davidson who you had in yeah, last week. Yeah, I know all the biggies. And even in the sports field, you had Don Shargan on after uh, the sure. Albany Space fight. Sure. But I guess one guy you never had the opportunity to meet was Will Rogers. Not because you aren't old enough, but because Will always said that he never met a man he didn't like. <laughs> uh, the long build for that weak, weak joke, but go ahead. Some of you may not know this, but Dick was a consultant on one of the great literary works in all of history, the uh, Bible. Oh! oh. Uh, uh. You know, seriously, folks, so you can't help admiring sweet Dick. If you don't, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, and so you are. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jessel. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. <laughs>
<laughs> As we go on honoring this man, sweet dick, <laughs> who possesses early American features, such as the American buffalo, <laughs> we continue with the Polish Prince of Morning News, Mr. Ed Zeal. Thank you very much, Georgie. <laughs> this legend in his own mind, of course, has a lot to live up to because his roots go back in history. Let me give you some examples. I, I look back into Mr. Sweet Dick's lineage, and this is what I found. There was Jean-Pierre Whittington. He was brevet lieutenant and aide-de-camp to Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> He was the one who suggested to Napoleon that Russia might be a nice place to visit in the winter. <laughs> there was Benedict Arnold Whittington, a man who, when asked why he did it, said simply and forthrightly, because treason is my life. <laughs> there was C.R. Whittington, first sergeant in the 1st Cavalry. He's the one who told General Custer the campground at Little Bighorn would not be too crowded at this time of the year. <laughs> Jim Bowie Whittington, frontiersman and chief cook at the Alamo. He's the one who prepared tacos and refried beans for Sam Houston and the rest of the guys. And then, of course, there was C. Richard Whittington Smythe, designer and first captain of the Titanic. Just wanted to stop and get some ice. <laughs> Georgie? Thank you, Mr. Dale. <laughs> Well, needless to say, the man we have just paid tribute to, Dick Whittington, has done for radio what Alan Brackey has done for equal opportunity. Set it back about 20 years. And now, the chance to reply, Mr. Sweet Dick Whittington. Well, I do want to say, and thank you so much for that weak material. <laughs> it just makes me realize how talented I am after I've heard the material this morning. But I must say, quite frankly, I resent all of you, not for all of the work that you put in, because obviously you did, but you've done something to me this morning that pains me more than having another birthday. If you will notice, and have been noticing since you started this, that I've been smiling a great deal. Therefore, giving my eyes even more crinkle lines than they had before they came in, I deeply resent the fact that you have unfortunately embedded those lines deeper yeah. around yeah. the eyes yeah. than they Dick, were. Before we started, your face looked like the farm fields of Kansas, so <laughs> don't blame us for that. Remember what I said about Italians? I hate Jews! <laughs> Thank you very, very Here's much. Really and Mrs. McDonald, Joe's mother, allegedly. <laughs> I want to thank you very much for the cake, sweetie. That's really very nice. Thank you so much for your trouble.